0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Yes. So today I thought uh, we'd talk a little bit about um, I don't know if you'd call it a movement, but it's definitely something that's starting to happen in business and in life in general a lot, um, which is using metrics to judge how people do their job. And like normally, there are some uh, professions that have always been judged based on. Yeah. Metrics like right. if you're a salesman, it's totally about whether you sell, right? Athlete mm-hmm. athletes, right? Like they're all that, but there's been a push over the last 20 years to um, start metricizing everybody's job, and, and right, right, especially in jobs where they're the, the public is involved in a way, either they're like a teacher or they're police officers. It's, when the public is involved, you're like, oh, here's a way we can really weed out the bad apples in the in the situation it's okay. starting to happen in almost everything yeah. right and especially as like computers have been um, gathering data, data yeah. everybody's like oh this is the way you really can tell it's yeah. not about the NSA or fuzzy hr yeah. stuff yeah. no we just we just yeah. you know take the column right. and then right click at the top and say sort, sort you know, yeah. ascending to get the good ones but at the, the top. top. You just Cause otherwise you have to
1: all the way out of the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It's a pain
0: in the ass. So um,
1: anyway, right. the billion, the billion row Excel spreadsheet. Exactly. That we've heard about so mm-hmm.
0: much. Yeah. So the funny thing I was thinking about this is this, um, uh, when we were in Nebraska for your wedding stuff, oh. um, a ton of, uh, Ginger and Dawn's family are teachers. Um, like, oh. and, and, either retired teachers or were teachers or even are currently teachers. And all of them almost universally expressed how shitty teaching is. Like, and they're <laughs> like, if I wasn't close to retirement, I would have just quit. Okay. And I actually have cousins who are teachers okay. who did quit. Okay. And a lot of it comes down to no child left behind rules, okay. which is, um, for the international people, this was a, it was a Bush It thing. was Bush. Um, Bush the second, Bush, not the first Bush. Yeah, where they were like, okay, we're going to have standardized tests, and your school is judged upon how well your kids pass the tests. And I don't. Is it directly tied to your funding from the government, or is it just based on matching funds? I know it affects budget. <coughs> You're, <excuse me. coughs> You're still sick. It's all right. <coughs> I'm gonna. You yes. give me a sympathy drink. <coughs> Well, okay. <clears throat> Maybe I shouldn't answer that question. Okay, let me keep going for a second. So, um, <clears throat> the problem is, is when you have this, because it sounds like one of those things that's just like, oh, that's a good idea. There are yeah. bad teachers. I certainly <clears throat> had teachers I had when I was in high school that should not have been teaching. Oh, yeah, it was clear they were checked out, or it was clear that they didn't give a shit, or it was clear that they were like the football coach and like the things he was teaching was just <clears throat> to qualify for the job to be the football coach <clears throat> so it sounds like a good idea like you teach the kids you have a standardized test is effective that like we make sure is uh racially balanced all the stuff right that has right, to be, right which right. is nuts on a <clears throat> you know uh countrywide yeah. scale America's a big fucking place, it is like. pretty crazy so i mean there is we lot have of we have school systems who dude, like don't want to of...
1: teach evolution yeah yeah right so oh, we yeah. got we got all we got
0: everything's in the mix at that point right So what has happened is in this metricizing teaching in doing this is you end up where you have teachers who's actually, whether they're continued, whether they will continue to be employed is totally based on what percentage of their kids pass this test that is not chosen by even their district, right? It's way out there, the, you know, the many levels from where you're actually, uh, uh, from your students and your community. So um, what happens is you spend an inordinate amount of time every year prepping for this test, right? Because you have to do it, not just for your job, but for your school, for all the way, the the funny word. And, um, and it's just been a disaster. The yes. kids don't like it, the teachers don't like it, everyone don't yes. have it, but it's now, it's so part of the system, it's like the TSA, it's hard to imagine a way to even Extract the And way In some this sense, works. it's
1: it's kind of hard for me to really even because it wasn't in yeah. place when I was in school. Right. Um, I guess I it was it was maybe five, six, so it was like six or seven years I think after I graduated high school that they that started, they doing, started yeah. doing those right because yeah. I graduated high school in '95 and I don't think they started till 2005 or right. something right something like this. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's there's actually. There's two issues here, right? And one is that, uh, one is when you have situations where you set up metrics to try and solve a problem. Like Mm -hmm. you're like, kids are too dumb. We need to make them smarter. Here's gonna be a test that supposedly measures if they're smart or not, Mm -hmm. you know, off we go. And in that case, yeah, what you do is you get people who are very good at passing the metric, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that you've solved the problem you were originally trying to solve. Like no one actually cares when these kids go out into the real world, you know, nobody actually cares if they can do any of the things that were on the test, because the test is a very specific very situation and, yeah. with a very specific set of problems on it, mm-hmm. and those don't necessarily relate to being able to do anything in practice, right? Mm-hmm. And in fact, this is one of the <clears throat> one of the really funny things you learn too, in, uh, especially if you do programming for a living, which is that it's shocking to me how many people who have had the math classes necessary to solve mm-hmm. certain math problems in programming cannot solve them yes. because the math classes generally don't teach you how to figure out what math to yeah. employ. They just teach you if you. How to apply. If yeah. I pre tell you that you're going to have to do something yeah. to this system, yep. then you can do that thing. But yep. the problem is never that because yep. computers do the math. That's very you don't too. have to do the That's math. About, I right? mean,
0: I took linear algebra in 11th grade and like yeah how it relates to the linear algebra that is used in games is very, yeah it's hard to even make the direct connections yeah. until like you're like, oh, holy shit, that's the same thing right. Yeah. So yes, it's not very practical linear yeah. algebra
1: yeah. So it's, it's definitely you know yes yeah. it's, it's true that you do have a problem there. So wait so
0: but this was a so the bigger thing I was looking at was like, okay, so we have the teacher situation and that's like definitely been happening over the last. Uh, 20 years and it's all been bad pretty much. Um, but you have the same the the thing that kind of made me think about this was you have the exact same thing with like the cops in New York who are expected to have arrest levels, the number of interactions they have with people oh, right, all, right, yeah. the number of times yeah. they stop and talk to people is all Stop and talk to yeah, people. Yeah. I'm sure they're just talking. yeah, yeah. It's a polite they did, conversation. They did, they did. Hey Jeff,
1: what's going on?
0: I believe, I'm saying they did but I'm now I'm a little nervous. I believe they did make the stop and uh, the stop and search thing they stopped that. The stop and frisk. Well, they yeah.
1: stopped it. It was ruled unconstitutional by like a circuit yeah. judge. Yeah. It was not they,
0: well, they yeah. did not stop it. Well, no, I mean but yes, until then they were they they felt like it was cool. They're like, yeah. ah, it's fine. Anyway, that's a no separate problem. How's it going so, there, citizen? Yeah. <laughs> so the the thing that uh yeah. the thing that uh, struck me about that is they had these interviews with uh, policemen anonymously, um, and they were saying that uh, we need to make these quotas. So in cases where you would just use your judgment as a cop in the neighborhood, right. because there's a very important thing about local police that's different from state police or or, like, the FBI, which is they're part of their own community, which or, they Or used to be. Yeah, and they're—you're right, used to be. And But the idea is they are used to the community in a way that, A, does would make them less likely to abuse their power. Right. And, B, would understand, like, okay, in this neighborhood, something that—I oh, can let these things slide for right. the greater—like, and right. use my intelligence here right. a little bit about what it can can and can't happen. Right, right. Um, Right. In a particular neighborhood. Uh, But they were all saying, I can't do that. Like if I stop the number of people I stop, I'm expected to make a percentage of arrests on that, which are like, and they're like, it's not like tied to our bonuses or anything. But we get talked about it all the time. like, And it's because that those metrics are flowing up. So the police chief is answering to the the, the mayor about crime. And he can point to these like, our arrests are up 18% as, as if that means that crime has decreased. Right, right, right. When crime may have been gone right, up right, 30%. Right. Like yeah. this is weird. Uh, so anyway, it, it was it, it felt like exactly the same thing. uh only for, only for the police stuff. And then I remember you were speaking once about job specialization in America. Of like yeah. how we are starting to ha- give people more and more specialized jobs. This was,
1: job this was, this was a, a torture topic.
0: Yes. Way, way back when I was like, you
1: cannot ever have torturers at, in your ranks. Right. Was my argument. Because there's people, there was an argument at the right. time... Which I found to be a hilarious argument, hilarious in the way that you cry about it afterwards, (laughs) Um, which is people were arguing about whether legitimately arguing in the, you know, public sphere about whether or not there is a case for torturing. Okay. Now... We should, at this point in the world, be at a, at a place where everyone just knows that there isn't a case right, for torture. Right? Right. That shouldn't be a thing that we just don't talk about anymore. Right. It's just like, yes, of we, course we, we
0: we We figured that one out.
1: Somehow we like totally backspun, and now yeah. we're back at this place where it's like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we should have like dungeons. Dungeons, right. They we had them a long time ago. Yeah. Why don't we have them again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so there was that legitimate discussion about that. And I think what I was raising as a point there was that any time you create the capability of doing something in the government, that thing will then self-perpetuate. Meaning, if you're like, oh, we have this one specific case in mind where we really have to torture some people, right. that means you have to have people who are trained in torture, mm-hmm. you have to have made training manuals for torture, mm-hmm. you have to have people who are responsible for overseeing the torture, mm-hmm. you have to have people who are uh, responsible for evaluating whether or yeah. not the torture
0: was torture enough, mm-hmm. right? That's like the Microsoft grade. It's like whether you're a one or a five on a torture scale.
1: This creates a basically a self, you know, perpetuating system for torture. It creates a torture industry. There is no such thing in our current way that we do things as a society. There's no such thing as like in case of emergency, break glass. Right. We don't have that. All we have is like the self perpetuate, the big giant bay window. It just gets bigger every year. Right. Right. And so as soon as you... Cre- so my argument with the torture thing was I was like, look, I feel like we should be at the point where we're not even talking about this anymore, that torture is just wrong. Right. But if you eat... For some reason, we're on the side that like, no, sometimes we have to torture, realize that you don't even have that option. Right. There is no sometimes we torture option because as soon as you in- in- engage that option, you will torture a shit ton of people. Right. And hey, because guess what? Spin up that is system. exactly what we did. Yeah, yeah. So that is exactly... Like, Literally what I said would happen is exactly what happened. We
0: tortured tons of people, innocent people. Right. So wait. So my thing about – so the thing that I was thinking about that was –
1: And it's not stopped. Is still going on,
0: by the way. I know. Is that the metrics part of American culture or do you think that's just – how we do things here because I was thinking the same thing of like if you give someone a
1: job they will you the only people who apply for a job are people who can convince themselves that it's okay
0: to do that job. the people who so can hire a patent attorney, he will eventually run out of defense to do and then start talking you into doing offense or for example or something like that. And that doesn't have anything it's, to do with metrics. So you're saying that's a little separate thing than the metrics. Thing.
1: It is very hard for people to honestly consider what they're doing and going, is this a good thing for humanity? Mm-hmm. Is this good systemically? Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. very simple. It's but a very, very hard thing for people to do. Yeah. Most people don't do it. Mm-hmm. It is much easier for them to just go, What? What? how can I rationalize the thing that I do as being beneficial. Yeah. Torture is just like, we're torturing for America. This is keeping America right. safe. And that is what they will say to themselves. It does not right. matter when you point out to them that they just tortured a fucking humanitarian mm-hmm. worker who had nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Somehow they're just like, You wanna make an omelet, you gotta break, you break a few eggs, eggs. Right? right. They like it it's psychotic, right? Mm-hmm. But it's psychotic in a way but that is not exceptional. Is, it is right. psychotic it is a it is a psychosis in all of us. Yeah. It is a because dysfunctionality in
0: a large number of people. Yeah. Because it happens in
1: small too.
0: That's my to that's my argument why companies should never hire in house in-house counsel. counsel. <laughs> period. Like as soon as you do that, because there's a ton of legal work that any company, even yes. even tiny rad, has legal shit that we have to deal yep. with, and it costs a lot of money to hire people. Yep. But if you as <clears throat> soon as you have somebody in house who's a lawyer, yeah. It, it and it and it's not like one day he does something. It's like just a slow. Your license agreements become a little longer. Yeah, yeah, and hey, a yeah. A little longer. Yeah. And then they start adding weird shit in it. And then it gets a little crazier. And it doesn't happen overnight. And it's that guy just going to work. Doing right. what he did the day before. Yes. Didn't didn't say that I'm going to be 10% more evil. It's yes. just he finished a to-do list. And he's like, well, okay. Yeah. So you really... So aside even from... You shouldn't hire people who... If they're good at their job, will wreck something. Right? <laughs> so it, you don't hire you don't hire torturers. You don't hire uh, lawyers. Uh, I like, like the that torturers and lawyers got in the same
1: got in Well, the I mean, same I, I don't mean it that But yeah, I know. But it's it's like, not it's the
0: same. You can go way less bad than that. It's Certainly. like, yeah. hey, if you're a technology company and you start hiring lots of management, management will become – the thing that your company is about, wow, because yeah. they run out of things to manage, and then right. like poof, you're Microsoft in 2019. Right. They don't
1: only manage the things that need managing; they yeah. may, they'll just be like looking for things to manage. Yeah, because it's what they do, and yeah. it's not.
0: And and so yeah. and and so if you're not careful with that, um, and it, and it, yeah. and it, and in fact, the better they are at what they do. The better employee they are, (laughs) like you want to hire good employees always. Like you don't want idiots. Right. So the but the better you do at that, the more fucked you are at the limit, which is why you just don't do it.
1: Well, that's what I mean. This what you're. I guess I don't know. This is completely separate. I don't know know if it's as much as what you're saying, but at least if we go back to the thing I was my my torture argument. We saw this play out very clearly recently with the NSA. Mm-hmm. That is, it's exactly what it is. As soon as you have an organization that is responsible for listening to people, mm-hmm. they <laughs> will listen to everyone. Yep. Right? It's only a matter better, of time. They'll get better and better at they it. They will just, because they're like, oh, well, we've got 50% of the people listened to. Okay, now this year we got 70%. Now this year we got, like, mm-hmm. they don't, they, as an organization, what you have done is you've put together a bunch of people who have convinced themselves that they are supposed to be listening to people and that that is good for the country because that is, other people wouldn't take that job. right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't take that job, or if you did, you would have to quit after a while. If you felt bad about that activity, you'd have to quit. So all you will have left is a group of people who don't have a a, a moral ambiguity there. They believe that what they're doing is
0: correct. I don't even think it's that, necessarily. I think it's more... Even the people it has a lot to do with that. Well, I think even people who have good moral compasses, if they're good at their job and going in every day, it just takes a little bit like, okay, hey, we actually, we're able to listen in to all the terrorists. All right. We got that under control. All right. <clears throat> ah, shit. I don't have anything to do. Well, the terrorists, what we find is we don't always catch the terrorists initially. But right. what's useful is after there's been a terrorist bombing to go back and figure out who they were talking to right. because then we can get like right, right. the infrastructure that they did. to. Right. Okay, so the way we have to do that is we have to store all the data right, that they right. talk to. Yeah. And we won't look at it, but we're just going to put it in a database so then when we have something like Boston, we just go bloop and close the loop. <coughs> so that's they convince them themselves that's so, okay. okay. So then you just got big databases. <coughs> and every day it's a little tiny... Step of like, oh, it's the next logical thing to do if we're trying to be good at our jobs, because people want to be good at their jobs. So I, I don't. I, I, I think I it's really hard. I object
1: a little bit to the suggestion that that is something that someone with a good moral compass would do. And the reason that I object to that is because I think you have to take I, a second and go, what actually is a moral, right? Because mm-hmm. I think there is some ambiguity to that term if you're applying it the way that you're applying it. In my mind, what a moral is, is a moral is something that we have distilled down that is like a line that you don't cross, right? Okay. In other words, when you think about morals in like the biblical sense or something mm-hmm. like this, like, like what religion tries to teach people or what you know, – you, Sure. You, these yeah. sorts of things. What you're talking about there is not a situation where you had a lot of judgment that needs to be applied to every situation and understanding all of its nuances. That is not, to me, what a moral is. A moral is like, don't kill people. There's not a lot of subtlety here. What we've done is we try to say, this is the thing that you are trying to attain, is you don't do this thing. No, I don't
0: think, so I agree with what you're saying there. But I would say that those little things that you distill down often are in conflict. And like, the don't, don't kill people it and and the like oh i don't uh uh protect the people that are close to me like the things that you would say that are important to be any human being i think the reality of real life is that they're usually have of the hundred morals 30 or 40 are like are too intertwined are like well no you just get that's why it's a compass, right? Is you get into these weird situations where the compass isn't pointing anywhere. It's like, well this one so,
1: No, I don't this I guess that's the part that I'm that's the part that I'm taking that I'm objecting to. And so I'll finish the thought. Okay. So if you take something like don't kill people, right? Mm-hmm. And what you're what you're pointing out was a little earlier, getting to it a little earlier than maybe I'd wanted to. But what you're pointing out is you're basically saying, well, what if I have to kill somebody? Mm -hmm. is what I believe you're saying, right? Like, what if I had to kill somebody because the consequence of not killing them is worse, right, in some way? Okay.
0: That, I guess... That wouldn't be the moral. Suggesting... That's the thinking Right. That's the process of working through two morals that are in conflict, in my opinion. Right. Yeah.
1: Suggesting that the NSA is at that point is ludicrous to me, right? In other words... Morals are so clear. It's like you never, never ever kill somebody. Like, that's just as fucking as clear as it could possibly be. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to kill somebody, you know, like if Jesus is here and he's hanging out with you Mm -hmm. and you're like, hey, Jesus, man, I got to kill this guy. Right. Right. It had better be really goddamn clear. Like, sure. it had better be so fucking clear. Like, Jesus isn't going to be like, oh, yeah, man, you're in a bind. Yeah, Shoot that son of a bitch. Like, that, that's not That's not happening, right? It's like all of the moral teachings that we have as a society are really clear on this thing. And most of the time, they're ignored. Like, right. we bomb people, do all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They're just ignored, right? It's, they, they weren't complicated moral
0: questions. They just ignore the I, morals that you baked in. I that, totally right? disagree. I think they're, I feel like, the situations that you find yourselves in the modern world are hard fucking decisions. And really what happens is when I'm very unhappy with where we are in the world, yeah. is because I have my hundred morals and there are the weight for each one of those. And they their weights are different than mine. Like protecting America is so important to the people at the NSA that like, maybe it's, it's weight it's heavily but as heavily as people. But they're not protecting America. But I mean, they the think they are. That's the point. That's, that's why I say they don't have a good moral compass. No, because you can think that you're doing good without, a, but and and not do good. I mean that no. happens all the time. No, no, time. no. That's like to me. That's what a moral compass is. A moral
1: compass is actually being unable to understand what you are actually doing. No, no, the right?
0: difference. But no, a moral compass is telling you where you need what you need to do before you do it. You need something else like the moral error corrector that you, you're saying the moral error corrector, which is you did something with your moral compass and went, ah, oh, okay, so the compass is a little, it's trending. Like, remember we were talking about the magnetic north moving? This I, is, I, I
1: don't know. I'm totally snowed
0: right there's now. There's two things. You, you, Maybe it's because I'm sick. No, I, I think you make it, you look at all of the morals and the weights that you've assigned to it and make a decision. And but that what's might, the moral?
1: I don't understand what moral... I don't even understand how you get to protecting America. Like, America isn't like a geographic, like America isn't like the thing that you drew like yeah. that with like Hawaii and, and Alaska or something, right? America is like the the whole America, like 200 years, like the mm-hmm. constitution, the civil war, right. like that's America, right? If you are violating like three out of the 10, you know, rights in the bill of rights, there's no way you're protecting America. You're protecting People, no, non-American, like who – you aren't protecting America anymore I don't and think, no, one, no I don't, one should
0: think that you I'm are, not, right? I, obviously, I'm not making the argument that the NSA is yeah. protecting America. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is I don't believe at any time they didn't think they were doing the right thing. I believe 100 percent they were acting in their minds completely morally, 100 percent. You, you see, in fact, you could put them on any lie detector and ask them. it's, but it's like, not... Did you okay. do... So, the, when the, you, that's say, so you have
1: a different... Okay, so when you say moral compass, what you mean is you're saying if all of their thought processes oh. are really good and accurate or something like that, then they did pick the right one out of those things. So it's the inputs to it that were faulty and the compass was good. I'm I'm kind of... So you're saying, I, I think I understand the difference okay. between
0: compass now. You're okay. trying to say the moral compass is infallible, it's the Google morals. That's right. Okay. No, I was saying that everybody's your moral your Google compass, compass is,
1: can you find North? There's only one north. It points okay. to the North Pole. Yeah, that's not what I was. How, I was where is thinking? your compass pointing? Is it I'm pointing, saying because know?
0: morals are a personal thing. Okay. You have your own personal. Everybody has their own personal moral compass, and they're trying okay. to walk through and trying to make the best decision. Okay. So if you had the absolute moral compass, okay. Then yeah, I think the I think the NSA would be like, Jesus, these are. What's going were 180 on? 180 degrees. They're really flip, fucked up. Pole flip but, already. Okay. But I think it – I do believe I that see. at any one time – and I think that's an important way to think about it <clears throat> because otherwise you can't talk to the people and go like – because you just be like, you're fucking idiots. And, and instead of like, OK, let's talk through the idea that you thought you were protecting America by – Breaking the rules of America, America like the right, like right, America's you're, you're founded, because right. that's—I think—that's an important thing right. that we should like recalibrate your yeah. compass on, right? Let's get that compass. Uh, into let's the get shop. that right. <laughs> Yeah, let's put that compass. I see. Um, so anyway, that's it's what. Like,
1: so here's the thing: a compass needs a magnet in it. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that. You can't just spin it around; it doesn't
0: work. <laughs> it's not a twister pointer. So anyway, that I guess. Okay. So so I don't. I know. feel like I mean look i see what you're saying i don't want to i don't want to be a stickler about this yeah but i
1: feel like if one of us had a more metaphorically accurate description of a compass mine
0: was it because there's only compasses point north they don't point to personal north right but they point to north north no but there's an important thing there which is i don't know that you can expect a group of people to all agree on the importance of the hundred morals that are important to them because everybody has different weights for that Somebody may have lost their sister in 9/11 is going to feel very different about how we spy on terrorists than me. Yeah. So it's like that because it, until it be, we have to understand that weighting that's happening there. Um, and so because So I guess and the thing that I would I would I would probably say that
1: that part of it I also don't super agree with. And the reason for that is because while I agree that we can pick an arbitrary set of weights. Mm-hmm. Right? I would say that one aspect of people's moral behavior is how well their actions line up with the weights that they would claim to espouse, mm-hmm. right? Meaning, I don't think you can claim to have a good moral compass if you say things like you're trying to protect America, but then your actions clearly are the op- do the opposite of that. Because yeah. just because you aren't smart enough or willing to or whatever you want to call it, look at the actual effects of what you do mm-hmm doesn't make you, doesn't absolve you from the moral. It's like you can't do things and uh, you can't say that you were taking a moral action when you could have had the data or could have had the historical knowledge to know that what you were doing was not moral.
0: But sure, but there's a difference. I mean, that's why there is murder and manslaughter. Is it because it was the intent that the person went into doing something bad? Like, that's important. And, like, if the person is, like, given the data... I made a decision Look, that dude, turned out to be completely fucked, and dude, like I might have to go to jail for that. But if all the people
1: at the NSA had to go to jail for manslaughter right now, I would be very happy. No, no,
0: I understand. So I'm totally, I, I am I, totally
1: fine I, with that distinction. No, 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 we just, can make that distinction. Sure.
0: I'm just saying that um, it's hard to make headway with other human beings, yeah, unless you acknowledge that most oh, of yeah. are trying to do the right thing. They just might. Oh, well, have that's a separate... that's
1: also a bit of a statement. No, okay. I,
0: I just. 90% of the people, I think, working in government jobs are actually trying to do good things for America. They're just bad at it. They may be dumb. They may be historically inaccurate. They may be on a power trip. There's a lot of reasons why people make the decisions that they do. Well, if you're on but, a power trip, you're not trying to do the right thing for America. I mean, I think that's kind of absurd. No, but everybody's on power trips all the time about different things. It's psychological conditions of human But that's beings.
1: fine. Like, so, all of these things may be true. In other words, like, what you're saying about humans may be true. That doesn't mean that they're trying you, – you can't use the term trying to do the right thing and apply it to people who obviously aren't trying to do the right thing by saying it's human nature. Like, no, okay, no. but maybe human nature, but that means they're not trying to do the no, right but I mean,
0: thing. He's like if somebody says to themselves that like the natural human thing to do with given power is like I can fix this shit and like, oh, okay, I know what we need to do. And you do it, and it goes very wrong because you're just one right, mind. Right. I understand that more than somebody who just infiltrated the NSA. And it's just like I'm just trying to do the the worst shit possible. A mole. A mole. Not like even a Chinese mole, spy. but like just somebody who's like okay, uh, a, grie- a real life okay. griefer. Right? Okay. Like okay. Just like, okay. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, yeah.
1: He just runs through the NSA, going Leroy Jenkins, and it that's and listening why. To everyone's phone so calls. my only
0: point there is that like, and I think that's the ns the way the nsa interacts with the security community for the most part has been that way like um when they go to when the nsa goes to black hat and they talk about that stuff it is there there's this weird grudging respect that used to be there of like he kind of hinted that they might have a machine like that can break rsa like that you know the weird stuff that goes on there we just didn't know how fucking loony they'd gone in this insular little world that they found themselves in. And I just think it's like, maybe if you analyze all the decisions, like, wait, there's this fucking middle manager who's just like, yeah, he's psychotic. He's actually insane. And he hates... Uh, Arabs and like everything he's been doing is completely insane. I don't think that's usually a problem. I think it's a whole bunch of middle managers who are being judged on their effectiveness. Now it might not be completely metrics, which is where all this started. Yeah, but they're being judged, and they're like, "Well, I just need to make," and then that slowly but right. surely, and uh, yeah, and 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 that slowly but surely is grows to like. I don't think there's any one way to unwind the NSA. Like, it's just like, it's more now of like, what do we do to, do to counteract? This. Yeah, yeah. Because they're there. That's yeah. never, they, they've they got the switches, they've got this, yeah. they have backdoors in probably lots of stuff, including hardware. Yeah. Um. So how do you, I mean, it'll become not the problem of how to get rid of the NSA because I don't think you can get rid of institutions that become that large. I think what you end up is like, how do we route around that kind of intrusion and there may not be a way i don't know i don't know uh, security well enough but like the the you know bruce schneider had the big call to arms of we need to take this back we're the coders we need to fix this i just don't know if it works that way i think it's got to be the other way of like okay given us compromised link like, how do we communicate? That like, sounds like a different... That sounds yeah. like
1: the next podcast. It sounds like you just got the topic. Okay. Of like... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I see. Well, I don't know. I, I guess yeah. what we've learned... Mostly what we've learned from this podcast, if I had to sum it down, right, is, is, it we... is I am very... Th- we already basically know. We already basically knew this. We could have saved everyone, yeah. including ourselves, a time. I am a very harsh judge of people, including myself... <laughs> and you aren't. Yeah. That's what we learned, yeah. which is exactly what it is, right? Like you're sort of saying – you're giving people a lot of benefit of the doubt here, and I am not. Even on a discussion that had nothing to do with that, that's where I we think, ended up.
0: I think for – I can look at the police officer that is hassling the black kids Yes. and go, there may be a system here that's causing him to do that that's beyond this. He – yes – one in ten of those is an actual fucking lunatic racist, I just feel like we got to focus on the nine to ten and figure out how to make them be better policemen because it's fucking nuts to interact with the police, for example. Like, that's a small thing. So that's all I'm saying. It's like, and the NSA, if we ever have any hope of making the NSA go away, it would be like trying to figure out the decision-making that led us there and try to back-unwind it. I just don't know. I don't know if it's possible because... Apparently, it's been going on for twenty years. This is nothing new, and like, it's it's just been way evil or way more intrusive than we ever thought. Well, before.
1: I think one of the things, uh, one of the things that's true too about my sort of hopeful worldview is like, I feel like in the future, in my ideal future, we get to a place like, okay. So one of the interesting things is that like humans haven't actually probably changed that much mentally. In a long time. Mm-hmm. Meaning like my brain is probably similar, I would mm-hmm. guess, to a brain from five hundred years ago. Like I doubt there's been that much mm-hmm. evolutionary pressure on the human brain that, that like, shorter time. That like yeah. I could be smarter yeah. than yeah. people from five hundred years ago or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Chances are I would say, we're pretty similar.
0: I would say it's worse for us now. Okay. Because we be. live longer and our brains deteriorate. Okay. So we have a whole bunch of time when be, we're yeah. old right. making shitty decisions and voting. Right. Right.
1: Yes. To ARP and and just pedal confusion. Yeah. You're yeah. plowing over AARP. like oh, all yeah. that's yeah. like wasn't on the yeah. table 500 years ago. Uh, but anyway, point being, um, so you know, I tend to assume that societal structures actually have been very powerful at creating the opportunities for human intelligence. Basically, like you know, it's I assume that the reason I can know as much stuff as I do now is because society got us there. There it. As bad okay. as it is, public education in America is way better than it was 500 mm-hmm. years ago. I learned way much, you know, I learned so much more mm-hmm. uh, than, and you know, with the internet being what it is, you can read so much more mm-hmm. now, like books, you know, in, technology for circulating information, yep. all this stuff, right? So my, my perhaps naive sort of hope for the future is that like, I actually hope that someday we could get to a place where children are educated from a very early age that when someone tells you to do a job that is not moral, you say no. Right. We are not at that place today. Today, everyone says yes. Everyone like see, Edward I've, Snowden's the one guy who said no. Yeah.
0: Right. I so my but my, everyone my, else says yes. Yeah. My argument is that isn't the case worth opt. My, my argument would be like, how do we figure out systems that <clears> they're not they're not able to like don't put people in those situations. That's what we. I think
1: mine's more more likely. I honestly do. And the reason is only one thing has to change, and that's the early education. Yours actually requires changing all systems, and I don't know how you do that. I don't – If I, all the kids – if every child in the world were just edu- – if all we need to do is just do that but one little education, it's not a, that's it, not, all the other institutions would, self like a ex- think, would
0: self-destruct because they yeah. couldn't get any employees. I just don't think people ever think about things like that. Yeah. Now, it's not like an early education thing. It's like – in fact, if anything, as you get older, you're trying to get more nuanced and go, okay, well, I guess my family is hungry. I'm going to have to kill the hobo for meat. Like, you're just, yeah. it, it ends up being these more complicated Did things. Did you just say kill the hobo? I'm just for saying meat. that, like, yeah, I mean, obviously a very evil Cause thing. Because you're hanging to out do. by
1: the train tracks. Like I'm just saying, obviously, okay. an
0: evil thing to do. Okay. And you can construct scenarios where a rational person makes, is, is, into a decision where no no good can come of it. Um, I mean, that's Papers, Please, is why it feels so good. Is because you're, like, constantly, like... You're put into the j- job of somebody doing something shitty every day. And it only takes about eight days of playing that game to where you're trying to, like... So does go it, as fast does as possible. It, does it
1: say something that I don't? That I just quit that game almost immediately? Yeah, maybe. I wonder if it yeah, did. Like, yeah. like my thing is like, no, no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Like, of course, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. My Nobody solution
0: was to get stoned and play it, okay. and I was not able to. Okay. Because I was. Yeah, you had. I was. I was day.
1: averaging. You were not, to two, people not two people a day. And the second guy day. is free, right? Because yeah. the
0: second guy the clock runs out. Yeah. So yeah, that wasn't good. So that's a solution. That was is good. We need to get all the TSA people Well, my thing was this is
1: the thing is I don't understand I. I thought
0: mm-hmm.
1: that this was like a thing that we learned from Nuremberg. I thought that Nuremberg was going to get us in that direction because people were sort of saying at that point that like following orders isn't as an is an excuse, no. right? I thought we were getting there, but that's like no, th- that I, got so forgotten. That was just like that was just a one time Nazi thing. That was like a Nazi think... exception, but I that think... should be true everywhere. Like following orders should never be an excuse. Like doing your job is not an excuse. You should never, ever. That should just have been erased so from the public conscience as excuse. a thing that this is possible. It's right? just
0: a reality. Like people, it doesn't have to be. No, but people aren't that confident. Not all human beings are that confident, and not all of them can do it. Not only in the sense of like, oh, I might do this because I won't get paid and I need to pay my family. I'm just talking in this, just pure, in the pure. This is has no effect on anyone on the outside world at all. I just won't do it. Most people can apply pressure. Most people can be pressured into doing something, no matter how bad it is, just by asking. You don't even have to do anything. You're like, hey, man, seriously, can you kill the hobo? And like, if you do it the right way, a lot. And and so that's why I feel like that's not a, that's a personality thing, not a, 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 genetic thing or something. It's just some, the way we are, and so we need to figure out ways to deal with the reality of human beings. Um, because, yes, I mean, that w- would not work on you if I asked you to kill the hobo. No, it wouldn't. And so... But you think there's other people you could get to kill the hobo. Basically, you think... I would say that you could get a lot of people. I would say more than 50%. Especially if I knew if I knew the personality of the person you think
1: you could manipulate most people into killing into hobo? killing the hobo
0: Yeah, that's it, amazing. I'm pretty i, that's I terrifying I, I, I mean, we, I'm sure that people have done the experiments on this. The Stanford Prison is right, along right. those lines. Right, yeah, right, right. But I think it would be remarkably easy to get somebody to kill the hobo. Right. right. That's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I think all you have do Don't kill the hobo. Do,
1: Why are people killing hobos?
0: Don't. I think I, think I can get— It's wrong to kill a hobo. I can get 50% of people to kill the hobo just by suggesting that he's a terrorist, right? Like, That's true. I think he's, he's just dressed up. He's like going to bomb the train. He's dressed up as a hobo. He's not a hobo. He's Arab, right? Yeah, and boom, they're killing right. the hobo right and last. That hobo is is doesn't even make it through the revolving door. Like he's a goner. All right. So no, but I mean, I and and and, and so the reality that's and yes, those people will go to jail for killing the hobo, but it's still as important as or not. It, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, I guess what I'm saying is. It doesn't absolve the Just person say that from the making woman, the, the bad. Hobo dec- was he was coming right for us? <laughs> I'm not saying that society doesn't already handle the situation where somebody makes a bad decision under orders or under coercion. What I'm saying is they do it, so you have to be able to, you have to have a but, plan for that. But
1: not everything that people would naturally do has been has to be accepted by society. Like we have successfully outlawed and to a large extent a lot of things like murder would be way more prevalent i'm sure if we didn't teach people not to do it if you didn't have religion telling you people not to do it if you didn't have laws that put you in jail when you do it it would be way more we probably have tons you don't more think that's
0: here. a you don't think that is a i just don't yeah maybe it's taught i guess i always feel like it's not a taught thing it's like a no this is no no, purely no, no. I think, self-preservation i think a
1: lot of that stuff is suppression right a lot of that stuff is suppressed by the teachings of society. I think, you know, I think theft massively suppressed by society and to to good ends. I think there'd be way more theft. People would just take everything. If people, if you didn't teach people that stealing was wrong, right, uh, at the outset, people would steal everything that wasn't nailed down. And I mean, and you see this, you see this especially too too, true just in terms of, you know, places as well. You have, you have difference in theft just in locations, like, Mm -hmm. you know, where you are and that sort of thing. So I feel like there is, to a large extent, the opportunity to educate people from an early age about not doing something. In much the same way, in fact, when you talk about killing the hobo, use those persuasion skills to persuade them that they should think about that and
0: not kill the hobo. No, I'm just saying I feel like... Don't kill the hobo. I feel like the difference between us is you feel like they can be taught... They can be taught enough not to do something. And I feel like all it takes is the right situations and they'll do it every time. So – and I think the, that core difference is like massively changes how you approach the problem. Yeah. But I suppose you can do both. You can start teaching the kids, don't kill hobos. Yes. Here's a hobo. Like the Don't Kill the Hobo Clifford book. Like, what if Clifford, there's a little the badge? dog does not kill – Don't kill the hobo. Don't <laughs> did kill, not kill the hobo. Did not kill
1: the hobo. Like the new Boy Scout badges. They put you so – they give you a hobo side. and a knife. And they leave for an right. hour, and if you come back and the hobo's still alive, you get the badge.
0: So that's your play. Then the, my side is to give the hobos, like, stab-proof best. Oh, you're like armored like hobos. Armored the hobo. So then we have, so we can do both. Mine requires a much more... This is probably the worst episode of Jeff and Casey. <laughs> That we've ever actually recorded. I, no, I pity awesome. the poor people who have listened let's to this finish, let's, let's finish this up. cut this off. Because we might right have now. another one. All yeah, right. we'll pinch this off. Yeah, All off. right. We will see everybody next
1: week. I am sorry, everyone, <laughs> for this episode of Jeff and Casey's show. Please tune in next week when hopefully our topic will lead to a better resolution than armored, <laughs> armored hobos over. that people teach you not to kill. Thank you for watching. Thanks.